Good morning, good morning, everyone. Or if you're not listening in the morning, good afternoon, <laughs> good evening, and good night. How are you? Uh, this is Jessica Kupferman. We are here at She Podcasts with my beautiful co-host, Elsie Excobar. 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 How many times has someone else done that to you, Escobar? Not too bad. Not too many? Not too many. No, usually, yeah, that's not the pronunciation that's a problem. It's Elsie that's a problem. Oh, really? Yeah. I can only imagine. And then our, our also doubly beautiful, John Jamingo. Our <laughs> doubly Wow. How are you guys today? Good. Hanging in there over here. Sorry about last week. I was violently ill. I'm sorry, dude. That so sucks. Thank you. Are you feeling better? I'm feeling enough better to record, but like I'm still a little snotty. I'm not coughing, which is good because coughing's the worst. When you're recording? Or because your whole body is like, oh my God. That and I never know if I'm going to pee. Oh, right. We've already had this discussion that you are correct. Yeah. So like, I don't want to wear a diaper, but I, I don't like it to be a surprise either. Right. Yeah. It's not so good. yeah. So coughing is, is terrible. Sniffling is not great. I mean, like, I'm sure I sound nasal right now. How about oh that? Oh my God. <laughs> Look at John. Everybody should, should have just seen John. Oh. John. <laughs> good Lord. I just wanted to do one. I won't do it to you guys again. I appreciate that. I don't even know how one does that. I don't think I've ever done that. I don't want you, don't you to have teach the me. Drip. No, just don't. so the listeners know that I'm going to bleep that out just to save them. Yes. Okay. But she just well, did a big sniff, and I almost threw up. Yeah. It was not a just. It wasn't. It a wasn't sniff. a sniff. It, it was, was like a, a, a sniffling throat clearing. A sniffling throat slash loogie sounding. Oh. So sorry. Yeah. It was sorry, John. Yes, so there was an extra. But alas, let's go get on with the show because I was so excited. I had the show notes all together. You know, I have to say I'm very proud of the way that our show notes are looking in Notion because they're all colorful. They're all tagged. I'm hopefully, you know, one of the reasons I'm doing this much work inside of the show notes is because we get a lot of questions when people ask us like, or we've covered something on the show, or there's a tool we talked about a long time ago, or really in reality is that I want to just say to somebody, oh, we already covered it on the show so that we sound like we, you know, we're on it. Right. <laughs> That's really why I'm doing this. Right. So I'm like putting everything under like whatever segment we have, but also a specific category, like all the different things that we have in here so we can check it out. Hopefully it'll be You're nerding helpful. out. It's good. I'm totally nerding out on this thing and see how to make it easier. But I wanted to start the show today to give a lovely shout out to Shaletta because she literally is taking over the world. And you guys don't know who she is, but she has a really amazing story. And the story is wonderful for what She Podcast Live was that she podcasts. She podcasts wasn't, right? I mean, not not that it couldn't be, but... Shaletta came um, into relationship with us <laughs> through a Google search. Or she was actually searching and she found she found the conference. How about that? And then when she saw the conference, what it must have been one of the ads, right? So yay, Facebook ads or whatever. And she decided, should I go? You know, if things work out, I'll go if I have a sign. And I think that what happened, Jess, is she got a free ticket somehow. To get there, like somebody said to her, if you can get to Atlanta, 
we'll cover you. But I don't know if it was like Buzzsprout or if it was like you gave her a ticket. Like, I don't know. You know, when we were giving out one of those times when we were. She sent an email that says, my heart stopped beating when I read about the She Podcast Conference. I'd love to attend. I host Two Hope Mamas in Minnesota. Is it too late to register? I don't know how I missed it. I saw it on Facebook tonight for the first time. So she saw it from a Facebook ad. Yeah. So thank you, Andrea Vall, for helping us with our Facebook ads. I'm a mom of three special needs kids. I only work part time. I don't know if I have the funds. Do you have an extra ticket? And I said, sure, we have an extra ticket. If you can cover your travel, you can come. And that's how she got there. That's amazing. And so, but so the story continues, though. (laughs) Yes. When she was there, I do not think I have ever seen anybody so thankful (laughs) and so exuberant. And she milked that conference. You know, like when you give something to somebody and they just use it. Like they're just like, this is a, this is, will be used. You will not. Yes. She did that. She was like, oh my God. All over social media, posting every second, taking so many pictures, learning and learning and learning and really throwing herself all into this. Mm -hmm. All this to come back to... I got a t-shirt in the mail and she had sent me a t-shirt with her new logo on it because she said, I am going to be launching something very soon at the beginning of February for Black History Month. And it had her face on it and it had like her her whole logo on it. I have one too. I just haven't had a chance to wear it yet. Yeah. So she sent it over and she had a little letter telling us, this is what's happening I'd love it if you could wear it on this day and take a picture with this hashtag and post oh, no, it there online. Was a day? Oh shit. Yeah, there was a day. And so like it, it was in that day I was sorry, like Shaletta. And so I was so excited just to see all like how how excited she is, right? So I'm like, okay, what's what's this lady doing now? Cuz it's like she doesn't do things half ass. Let's just put it that way. No. So nothing. then after that, I posted it online. She is exuberant. She is like putting all these you should see all the tweets, you guys. Go ahead and click through in the show notes and you'll see all the tweets on this kind of stuff. But and now even her website is amazing. Oh my god. She does not fuck around. She does clearly. not. But also, and this is what also got me through all of this stuff, is the coverage she got for herself. Have you seen these articles? Uh, the ones that are in the show notes? Yeah. All the no. coverage that she got for herself. She got, got like, I know. Black podcasters in the Twin Cities, Tyler Perry, how Tyler Perry inspired a podcast form. And yeah, that's pretty awesome. She's amazing. There's a video in there that's covering her entire thing. She's got a team of people that are supporting her vision because she now she has launched essentially a network that yes. is supporting black voices in a variety of different ways that are very helpful. Like it's not just, she's not the only one that's doing a podcast. She actually has other people doing some podcasts for this network as well. And all of this began because of She Podcast Live. So That's right. Shaletta, you are incredible. Thank you, Shaletta. I don't even know what would happen if every person that came to She Podcast like came to it or like came to She Podcast Live with the intention of doing everything they possibly could to use these resources and take action. And I think that that's the other thing. That's one of the reasons that I'm speaking about her so much is that she wasn't one of those people that came home and like sat 
and was like, oh, my God, I'm so overwhelmed. There's so much information. She literally just kept going and going. And I'm so excited. And I'm going to take this on. So if any of you guys want to know more about her, links are in the show notes. She's pretty awesome. I love that as well. Let's go ahead and transition into some news. How's about that? How about it? The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. So I had a, an idea of how to like wrap into my new little endeavor that I've been putting out into some news that came from Gimlet and slash Spotify. So Spotify has released a new podcast series that is produced and hosted by the Gimlet Media Dudes, right? Alex Bloomberg is a host of this uh, show. And it is a five-episode series where they essentially teach the craft of audio storytelling. All right? So it's essentially kind of like a help from what I gathered from reading information about this, it is something that they created internally to help yeah. their team. And then I believe that they must have expanded it a little bit more and crafted it out, right? And um, before I even was going to, when I saw it, I, I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit because I was like, no. I'm kind of doing that right now, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah exactly. He so made I a rolled- special five-episode podcast for Gimlet employees about how to make a hit show. Not any show, a hit show. Right. Yeah. And so I rolled my, I did. I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And then I immediately put it on our show notes, right? I immediately put it on our show notes. We are going to discuss this. But then I thought, you know... I can't discuss this without listening to it. So I can't really do it. So, of course, I binge listen. And I started listening and I was, you know, episode one. It took me a little bit to get into it. I didn't find it that. It was very, of course, it's very well done. Like, you will you will enjoy listening to these shows. But. But. Have, the big but, but. No, no, no. But I have to say, any podcaster, I guarantee you will get something from these. They are, I now I'm saying you need to listen to this five episode series because it will make your show better. I promise. Yes, there are some things that are not applicable to us because we don't have all of the things and we're not making those kinds of shows. But he gives uh, some really, really important things that we can all do to make our show better, like with very concrete examples and the way to really nail stuff for our shows, stuff that maybe you and I, Jess, know instinctively when we hear somebody else's show, but we cannot convey that to them because maybe we don't have the language to be able to to say that to them. Right. So I say to you guys, if any of you guys are looking to make your content Again, this is not a mar- this is not marketing. This is not like how to make money. This is none of that stuff. How to make your show better? Listen to these five ser- things series. It's really good. I know I was impressed. I I came into it just like uh, you're into it. Uh, no, I don't want to. They suck. That's how I came into it. <laughs> I literally came into it totally negative, not happy, one hundred percent ready to rip them and just get in it and just be like. Blah. Like that sucked, okay. but right. no. So 
It's actually really good. You guys should Sweet. definitely check it out. He has some very concrete examples, particularly on how to tell stories. And when I'm, and remember, John, you've been listening to a lot of storytelling podcasts and whatnot. And there is an episode where um, he has this, one of these, this guys has been creating this incredible storytelling podcast about a specific time in history with a specific group of people together and how he gets those people together to tell the story that he wants, right? And then he has them he has the examples of him interviewing the people to get the story and they're not saying what he wants them to say or they're not saying it in the way that's really going to drive the story home. And it is a riveting piece of content because I'm like, oh, that's how you get people to to give you the the tape. That's how the stories become so clear. So he really puts it down in a way that like it made me feel like, okay, I could do a a, a few episodes that go around this based on this and this recipe. I found it incredibly helpful. Oh, and how to land interviews. You know how we get those questions all the time? Yes. How do you get an interview with a famous person? How do you get blah, 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 blah. And they really go through the process of what you have to do to do all this stuff, right? Cool. That sounds um, awesome. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah definitely, definitely check listen. The one thing, though, is that, you know, of course, when he was interviewing the, what is what are they called? They've got this person in um, the morning show as well. Booker. Bookers? Is that what they're called? Bookers? Yeah, they yeah. They can yeah. be, yes. A booker. Okay. So they were, he was interviewing the booker, right? And so that's when you know that there's a difference there. Like this person's job was to just book these people, to research the people they needed to get, to call them, to find them, to, you know, to get there on time. Like for us, we're that person. So we do all of those things. That's right. the difference over there. Like they have people to do all of these incredible things. On the, That's all their job. That's their job. Right. So I wanted you to, to share that. And I just thought that really fit into I'm writing a, a how to podcast series with help from the Lips and team so that I, I can go into the details around not in the content perspective. So we're not like we you also need to have the other aspect of it, which is. How, you know, what microphone do you get? How do you know what to call your show? How do you plan the show? How do you record people when they're remote? How do you record people when they're right in there? What if you don't have that much money? What do you do next? So um, we've we've taken a really neat um, look at that because we're writing it from the perspective of level one, level two, and level three podcasters. And we've defined what those are. So whatever you categorize yourself at, you'll get something from what that is, right? So we're not right. just giving you one solution. And it's been really great. Yay. Yay. Apple TV show, Little America to get companion podcasts, says the executive producer. Interesting that they're now making podcasts themselves to go with shows that they're creating, although it is Apple. So, I mean, of course, they would be one of the few first people to do that. Are they the first? I don't even know. Uh, no, no, no. This has been a historical thing. Like Battlestar Galactica had a companion podcast from the creator. Oh my god! Of Battlestar mind. Galactica. So they're not even a little bit inventive. But here we go. So a recent report from Bloomberg claimed Apple was considering making original podcasts related to the shows. Now we have further confirmation that these companion shows are indeed in the works. In an interview with Forbes, an executive producer of the Apple TV Plus anthology series Little America. 
Lee Eisenberg talks about the benefits of working with Apple, noting, by the way, that the show will have a podcast as well as a playlist featuring music from the series. Now that I can get behind. That's really I do cool. love when people make a playlist. Yep. A homemade playlist is, is kind of like, yeah, I love that. <laughs> is that the way to get bonus. you? Yeah, that's an extra bonus. Yeah, that's bonus. the way to get you. Put me in the mood for your show. Yeah, and I I think that we need to have some kind of segment, if anybody listening people, of what to call yeah. this new segment, because I have a feeling it's going to become even more and more and more and more, meaning like everything that has to be with streaming services, which is why everything's clumped together. Like the Apple TV show Little America gets a companion podcast, then MTV UK is launching five podcasts tied to their popular shows, then the history show uh, TV, you know, whatever, cable show uh, network launches new original podcasts. Then, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. think that all of these things need to be covered in one segment. I just don't know what to call it. Because it's like, what do you call that? Net- it's not what network TV. It's all the streaming services. It's Podcast all the- network. Network podcasts. Oh, uh, whatever. Well, if you think of anything, listeners, just send it on in. Feedback at ShePodcast.com. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Streaming. Is- nothing more than streaming. Yeah, streaming. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like streaming. that. I know. That's great. I like that. I like that. We have to. We have to have like a podcast something in there with streaming. Right, we need Jess to start singing streaming. What was that for feelings? The song feelings. That's right. Streaming. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Streaming. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my whoa, God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, streaming. So tied to all of this, though, tied to all of these services creating these podcasts, I do feel that this is going to expand the possibility for people to get into podcasting. Um, meaning getting paid to podcast or getting paid to be in podcasting more and more and more because all of these larger companies are developing content. And as we know, they are not going to hire one person to do the right. show. <laughs> or so. So there are going to be, you know, like audio engineers and and bookers and fact checkers and, you know, all of the people that are at the end of these fancy podcasts, all of those can be your job. So I do feel that for those of you who are listening and want to be in podcasting and, you know, maybe you don't want to have your own show, but you just really love the medium. This is really the time for you to start to think about, like, what are your skills? Right. What are the skills that you're really, really good at? I don't think I would be a really good booker because... I don't like talking to people. <laughs> and seems like you need to do that. Yeah. You have to call people. You have to be like, hey, I'm so-and-so from whatever. We're doing this show about blah, blah. And that's, oh, my God. You, I, like, I started to get like anxiety just thinking of me having, like somebody tells me to do that. I'm like, <gasps> no, no, no. But if that's your gig, I mean, can you imagine how fun it would be for somebody who loves to talk on the phone? I know a lot of people who that would be fun for. See, I want to be a technical person that handles all the interviews, the technical side. How are we going to do an interview? How are we going to make this work? Yes, that's how we going to make this sound. Yeah, that's me. That's my. That's right in my sweet spot. Yep. See, and I think that what's so great about it is that I do believe that there's going to be a lot of jobs just for that that are going to be like I've seen a lot for what you would imagine um, a podcast project manager. Mm Hmm. 
Like somebody really needs that person who is in there pulling all the pieces together, making sure everything's going on time. They're not necessarily the host of the show. They're just wrangling everybody, right? And again, if you love checking facts, I think that I actually would be into. I would love to be a fact checker. Like I like, <laughs> I like that stuff, like doing research and finding stuff and and seeing if that's true or not true and finding the all of that stuff is right. It's kind of like being a detective. Look at you. What about you, Jess? I don't think we found my sweet spot yet. No. I don't want to do the tech stuff and I don't want to do the fact finding. I think I'd like to be the entertainment as usual. Yeah, yeah. you want to be the talent. You want to show up and take off your cape and say, where's my microphone? Yes. I want to make jokes about what you guys are doing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and see, I think that there's a place for all of that stuff. Absolutely. There's going to be so much more. So that's what I would say to all of you podcasters that are listening. Yes, this is coming out. This is coming up. There's going to be a lot a lot more jobs. And every single one of us is getting, yes. right now, we are doing it. Right. Right? <laughs> right. We have We're time. Right We've now. Doing all the stuff. So. Yeah. Like, I see big name podcasters. They'll bring somebody in on Skype, and it just makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. I'm like, there's so many well, different ways of doing this. There's only so much this. you can do from the other end, though. Yeah. Don't you think? Sure. No, there's – there's. I mean, if you're setting this up and you know they're coming on, you yes, you can set them up where they at least have better internet, where they're not Skyping out, and yeah. you, you hear that going on. I just think, you know, when I hear this, and, I, and especially when it's a big-name podcast that you know has all kinds of – what drives me crazy is when you listen to a podcast and at the end they do this, so-and-so did this, and this, the produced by this, edited by this. You don't like that? You don't think they should give credit where credit is due? How dare they? It just cracks me up. Is like, I do that. I do that. I also do that. Yes. Right. Well, We were talking about that, Justin, yeah. weren't we? When we were talking about that, about the, all yeah. the thank yous at the end. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, um, yeah, it was all just us. Yep. <laughs> Just I have to thank myself for being my own producer, editor, <laughs> director, sound, sound designer. Yes. Back and checker. best friend. I've really been there for myself and I just want to say thank you. <laughs> I know. I mean jingle. Well, where would jing I be without me? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it's true. Like I think that that would be it's it's hilarious that that happens. And I I mean it would be amazing to have somebody do that and I, I, you know, and that's what I think if is the next level for people instead of thinking like, I can't get whatever the latest remote, whatever recording to work. Well, all of these people, the way that they get them, you know, the interviews is they get the person inside of a studio or they have somebody go to their house to get their tape as in like they take their gear they put the microphone in front, you connect via the phone, and they get the tape, right? That's the other way that they do it. There's actually somebody who does that. In fact, there's a rate for that. So if that's a job that you want, you can be somebody who people call so that you can drive to wherever the guest is and record them, and nice. that's your job. So, I mean, there's all of these other things that could be coming up. And unfortunately, as we know, right, John? Anytime you connect remotely, you are going to have at least a 5%, at least a 5% fail rate, at least. At least. I would, yeah. I mean, I just did that with a client that Jessica uh, introduced me to where I took my uh, Zoom H6 
and three microphones, went to their office, set it all up, recorded, made sure their levels were okay, brought everything back, processed the audio. Yep. They would do the intro, outro, send me the music, put the show together, and send it to them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let me rephrase that by also saying he comes to Wilmington on a regular basis and doesn't even <laughs> say hi or ask if I want to have a meal with him or if I might want to have oh, John. for dinner. See what you got yourself into. That is all true. I'll tell you what that is. For those of you who are not Jewish, what you're listening to is Jewish guilt. Oh, yes, it is. That's what it is. And I am a master. I only pull it out when necessary. But I mean, who, you know, to thank me for my referral, he completely ignores me as if I don't oh. exist. <laughs> that is actually something I probably would do as well. So, what you'd say the same? Uh, what ignore me or yeah, make him but feel not guilty? on purpose. Like I wouldn't say. No, you would totally you. do the same thing. Both of you are yeah. a couple of dicks. That's yeah. why. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. I don't trust either one of you. It's working so well. I almost feel bad. I'm teasing. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Let me keep going. All right. Well, I just want to say congratulations to our friends. Over from Podchaser, they act, they raised $1.65 million to expand their database and then launch more Podchaser content, Connect stuff. I've been a fan of these guys for so long. Uh, it's been one of those that I, I like. I've, I've been hoping that they succeed for so long because I really love the idea of what they were doing. We've been covering them for, oh, my God, since they launched way back. Um, and they have always stayed up with the same vision, which is that they were going to be the IMDB of podcasting. And the way that they put it out there, though, it really is like everybody. So they're looking to have as much people in this database as possible, not just the hosts, right? Because we, again, we were, we were just talking about that we do all the things. So right. essentially, when we put She Podcast up there, it's going to be like just John and I, She Podcast. That's like everybody. But there are some shows that have a lot more team members. And so they wanted to add everybody that is working on a podcast so that there could be a reference as to all the different shows that they worked on. And the other fun thing is that you can also add to this database all the guests that you've had. So even if you're not a podcaster, but you've had whoever in this database, they can also use that as a way to market themselves. So if it's a a business person or as some kind of expert in whatever industry, they can also have put themselves in there, like essentially so that they can show like I've been covered by media. Here's the page, right? And they don't have to have a podcast. So they've been doing a really good job and you can follow, you know, you can follow shows, you can review. That's another thing. One of our She Podcast Super Squad members created, what is it? Pod Revmo or Pod Merovo, another one of those Rev things it's a review thing pod no rain no more no pod no rain no <laughs> Stephanie um did it she she so she got this idea that instead of going into apple podcast or spotify or whatever there's one day a month i think it's the 8th of the month you go and you review your favorite show on podchaser because you can have reviews there and everybody can see them and it like it levels a playing field it's platform agnostic so Good for her to doing it. And I guess it's been picking up steam. In fact, they were just featured in the Podchaser newsletter. And the first time she posted that, though, Jess, was literally in She Podcast Super Squad. Yeah? Yeah. Do you yeah. know how many reviews you have in Podchaser? Uh, no. I right now? <laughs> you have four. Sweet. Oh. Are really? they nice reviews, at least? Of Maybe course. 
<laughs> I'm a, I hate reviews. I can't even tell you. Like I'm always I know. like, I, I will never, know. I will never read reviews. I will never read them. I don't like them. Wait, here like we are. Either. Let's oh, see. No. Reviews. Four reviews okay. and four creators. That's not possible. Oh, Kristen Meinzer is listed on here and Sky Pillsbury. Yeah. See, because they were guests of ours. And we are on six lists. Oh, one of them's John's favorites. <sighs> so nice. See? See, there's so many things going on over there. So you guys go check out Podchaser. It's awesome. It's very, very cool. These are nice. They're, They're nice. good reviews. Five stars. Awesome. Great. Yay. <laughs> These are great reviews I'll never read. Okay, next story. <laughs> oh, a list of things we're no longer going to care about. Okay. No. But um, so what do you think about this lawsuit for um, S-Town, Jess? What do you think about, like, ethically? Because this is going to become an issue, though. I'm serious. I mean, so the, it's the bottom part that I think the last um, one, two, what is it? Four, four and a little bit paragraphs at the bottom. I remember this brewery when it came out. Right. Because we did cover it. And I think, I don't know what to think. Do you want to state the problem? You want to state the problem of what... They're the being problem sued for? is that serial productions in This American Life took advertising and profited off of a story. They didn't technically have legal right to tell. So, like, you have to, before you make a book or a movie out of someone's life, you have to pay them for the right to tell their story. I don't know precisely how that works because there are many many documentaries and other things that don't option the rights and then the person says i have right. nothing to do with this and blah 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 but anyway so macklemore whoever you know whoever s town is about they sued in 2018 contending that including the uh host brian reed serial productions in this american life did not have a legal right to make money off their off of his story the podcast reviewed details of his sexual orientation and mental struggles. As town makers claim their work is protected under the First Amendment, because the podcast is journalism, it is exempt from an Alabama law which says a person's identity can't be used to sell merchandise or endorse products without permission. So it's tricky because I know that they think they're journalists and I know that most Let's say, I mean, you know, use our term corp casters. I know that they come from the journalism world and the radio world, which is closely tied to journalism. So in their eyes, I can see their point. However, like, let's look at like one of those like juicy shows that I was watching last year called The Act. And it was a news story about a woman who had Munchausen by proxy and forced her daughter to be sick and in a wheelchair until she finally got a boyfriend, ran away, and had the boyfriend kill her. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a That's terrible story. Horrible. What a Very horrible. sad. And the girl is still in jail. She's she's going to be in jail probably until she's 30. And then she'll be able to come out and live a normal life. The guy, of course, is in prison for life because he's a psychopath. So anyway, you know, I think if I were – her name is Gypsy. If I was Gypsy, I – I mean, she might be suing Hulu. It was a Hulu original story. Does she have the right, though? It's an interest. I mean, it used her name. It used her mother's name. It used the guy's name. It, you know, there's enough public footage to recreate a dramatic representation of what happened. And they could stretch the truth because 
you know, was for entertainment value. Like, I don't know necessarily what the law is. I think, I think ethically it's not nice. And I don't know if that's enough to convince someone not to do something because this world isn't always very nice. But I'm also thinking of like Richard Simmons missing, like, like missing Richard Simmons. And like, they did a whole podcast about him without his permission they knocked on his door. They got everyone to worry about who kidnapped him. And he claims it wasn't true and it was complete horse shit. And yet here they are making money off of his name. I don't know, though. But when you're a public figure, can't people use your name to do stuff? Sure. it's You can be parodied and you can be talked about because you're that's part of being – and here's the other thing you got to be nervous about. What makes a journalist? You don't right. want to have journalist, journalists come under a license because then somebody yeah. controls over – has control over the the narration of any kind of news. Okay, right. we're not going to let this person be a journalist because we don't like what he's doing. We're going to yank his journalism license, journalisming license. Right. So, I mean, as long as they're checking facts and stuff like that. The thing with Richard Simmons, I don't have a problem with. And this story about S-Town, I don't have a problem with. I understand why they're suing. Because they're not making any money off of this and they didn't like what, what happened. But if it was all true and can be fact-checked, then I say it's a news story and it question. is protected. What can't be fact-checked? Like if I – Nothing can't be fact Everything can be fact-checked. In other words, if somebody wanted to say that I was involved in like a bank heist and that was somewhere in some database that was true, do I have a right to stop people from – saying that about me no what if i was like a what's that uh movie oh horrible and horrible bosses one of the characters went to jail for sex offense because he peed in a playground even though no one was at the playground in the middle of the night (laughs) he peed at the park because he had he was drunk and he had to pee and now he's like registered sex offender they can still say they can do you have the right to keep some shit to yourself if you're not famous, like this guy Macklemore is not famous. But some of the stuff was public record and some of it wasn't. And if you can fact check it, it some people don't like it. But and then the story made him famous. OK, let's go a, de- a little f- deeper. Let's say I. OK, so I know a lot of intimate details about Elsie's life. Oh, oh boy. What Here if I wanted to create a movie without her permission about her parents Moving to this country from El Salvador, about her growing up in L.A., about how she got her master's degree, about a few of her boyfriends, how she met Randy, and why she moved to North Carolina. Could she have any kind of repercussions for me doing that? You know, aside from never being my friend anymore. Right. I think, you know what, it is. this is a really hard question because part of it is, obviously, I'd have to say, like, shut it down, Jessica, shut it down. But I think that the main... The main question, I believe, I believe, and I'm, I may be wrong about this. The main question in this lawsuit is the fact that they're making money, not the fact that they made the show. Of course right? they're making money. So like it's the money making aspect of it. So wait a which, minute. Which is like. So if they didn't take advertising, all would be fine. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. But they, even if they don't take advertising, they still got a salary or is that not the same you think? I don't know. Well, that's that's just your job. It's your job. It's like I'm paid like it would be if you're yeah, if you're paid under HBO to create this documentary about me, you're making money because that but that's your job. 
right? versus you making money off of the product, right? right? Which is the difference between like, mu- you know, music licensing or whatever. Like if, if there's a, you know how even, even with the, um, the graphics that we get, like you have to have a different license if you're going to put that specific art piece or graphic design on a t-shirt that's going to be sold versus something that you're going to put on a graphic that you're marketing with, right? Or, you know, there's different license things that comes with. That's why music does that too. You'd have different licenses for what it's made. But, and so if there's a podcast like this one where they they are just getting, I mean, that's what they're doing. They're getting advertisers, right? I believe, I'm, I'm assuming that it's like, you know, ad insertion technology for S-Town, um, I think. I mean, I may be wrong though, John. I cannot remember what makes this any different than 2020 or any news magazine program on TV? Because it's a downloadable takes- file. No, that's not. It's all downloadable, even on TV. I mean, t- TV is a TV show and it's protected, but they're, they're taking it. advertising and they're putting out a show. So they're profiting from advertising. I still think that this is journalism and it's protected under the first and first and fourth first and fourth but if i okay is there journalism because there was a murder in other words could i make that story about elsie and call it journalism right and i that i think that that's what it is like i don't know what is journal like if you're telling the story about me is it a documentary or is it like here's elsie's story right like i mean it's newsworthy because there was a i don't want to say if anybody has a list okay I'm going to spoil this. Spoiler. Spoiler uh, alert. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear this, jump ahead 30 seconds. He committed suicide. All right? So that is a newsworthy story. And then the backstory, I I still think it's protected. And in my opinion, it is no different than anybody looking into the background of any political candidate, any actor or actress. No, not looking into the background. Making a story and selling advertising on that story. Without their permission. Without their permission. Every news story does that. Who gets paid for a story about themselves if if they're in the news? Who okay. gets paid for that? You know, no I one. actually don't know because I've never, okay. like, I don't know in terms of a documentary if the people who are in the documentary get anything. Like, I don't, Journalism I have no idea. is a form of writing that tells people about things that really happened that they may or may not have known about already. They can work for newspaper, magazine, websites, TV, or radio, or now podcast companies. Right. So it would be the same thing. Like uh, ESPN did a whole documentary on O.J. Simpson, the whole thing about OJ, the O.J. Simpson yeah, case. Well, I don't think O.J. got a penny for that. Why would he? Because, this, well, that's, that's what the we're story discussing. is about him. Okay, news. The definition of news is newly received or noteworthy information about recent or important events. It's so vague. I know. And journalism is so vague. So technically, they have no recourse. They can't sue. They're not going to win. La-di-da. Oh, well, ski. But I don't think it's nice. And that's a whole nother discussion. Yeah, because but see, because you're thinking like it's not nice, but then right now, like let's say Ronan Fa- Ronan Farrow is doing catch and kill. I know, right? and he should and make so a, he's a talking dollars, right? And he is getting a lot. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of advertising on his thing. He's making money off. No, of it's Harvey. a book. Oh no, you're right. It's a podcast. It's Harvey Weinstein. He that Weinstein is what he's covering, and then now he just switched to cover 
the actual the reason that it's called a catch and kill because it was from the inner like in the Inquirer magazine or whatever, you know, will kill stories and get paid. So he's talking about the whole Donald Trump fathered a kid with his housekeeper thing and that they kept the story under wraps. It's really intriguing. So they're covering that now. What do you say? John Bonet Ramsey. Remember when we do like kill the killing of Marilyn Monroe? Remember when I talked about that show? Mm-hmm. Well, now in the same feed, they've switched from the killing to of Marilyn Monroe, which was like I don't know how many episodes, like nine, to the right. killing of John Bonet Ramsey. So now Whoa. it's in the same feed, and so they're doing all this stuff. And there's a crap ton of advertising in that show. You know what I mean? Like there's all of this stuff. It's and it's not speculation. I mean, it's investigative reporting for sure. It's very well thought out. Right. It falls under journalism. Right. Yeah. The, you know, and yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, it's and I think that maybe maybe the bottom line is that he didn't give his blessing. He passed away before the show came out and they didn't realize it was going to be so famous. The whole documentary on Michael Jackson. He's not getting a penny for that. Yeah, but yep. that's sure like, people made money again, on that. these are podcasts. Like, I'm trying to think of podcasts that are doing the same thing in, versus a documentary series and I stuff. I mean, every because, true crime show, every single true crime show right. talks that about covers stuff. covers any of this stuff. Yes. Yeah. Every single one is why not. Why is a, pod, yeah, why is a podcast different than a TV show? It's not. Mm-hmm. So in, or a I mean, radio show. So in that sense, they're legally able to do it but i don't know and the other thing is like there's a precedence to be set here and it could be a problem it could be a problem for i mean if they win meaning the the state of alabama or the court if they win i think it could have a lot of impact on on podcasting i don't think that they will i mean they can't win i don't think that they win. but what i'm saying is who i i actually don't know i don't know right we don't know what's happening we don't know and even at the even he hoped that the you know even the guy over here he quoted that he said the the attorney representing the Mclemore's estate said Friday he hoped that the dispute can be resolved in talks, which means how much money they're going to get. Yeah, which means we want to cut right. And, and isn't not, that? I mean, how do we feel about that? That seems a little greedy. They didn't do anything to warrant that money other than just be newsworthy. I don't know. I don't now know. Now I'm going it's, the other way. I can't win with my own self. <laughs> it's the American way. So in other words, what we'll do is we'll give you a little bit of money to so you'll shut up and go away. Yeah. yeah. Because if this goes to trial and we lose, we'll lose a lot more yeah. money. Well, it seems to be like a very complicated subject, y'all, because I can see so many sides of the equation. And obviously, none of us are lawyers. <laughs> Nope. We have no idea. So if there are any lawyers out there or have a little bit of insight into, you know, maybe this case, maybe what it can mean for podcasting, why it's different than, let's say, something like Catch and Kill or, you know, all of these other shows that are out there that are making money off of telling some stories out there, right? And and even though it is journalism, let us know. You can always email feedback at shepodcast.com dot com but as we were talking (laughs) jess's computer died literally she just went black she disappeared she cannot come back i just we've been texting back and forth so she essentially went away so we're closing the show slightly early 
than before. And we are so sorry to like leave everything hanging, but alas, we will get this out to you guys. If <laughs> if you want to know what happened, maybe we can cover it in the She Podcast Super Squad and talk about what we did in there. Um, it is our Patreon community. You can find it over at patreon.com slash she podcast. And for $5 a month, you get coaching from us like every single week. We go super deep into it. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's bonus episode, I did cover a lot of the, I answered a lot of very technical questions about audio in that show. So um, yeah, so there's that. And that's going to be amazing. Um, Please sign up. And we are still working on getting it better. And unfortunately, our life is very complicated sometimes. So we don't get things done as fast. Follow us on She at She Podcast and all the different places. Facebook.com slash She Podcast, Instagram, She Podcast and Twitter, She Podcast. And of course, join the group. Thank you so much, you guys. And I know that Jess is um, trying to get back to us and um, we, we will be back next week maybe with some other news alright love you mean it <laughs> <laughs>